What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. I am your host. I'm your driver. My name is Ellie Schnitt. Welcome to the passenger seat. I'm here with my girl, Claudia Vera, once again, uh, bringing you a, a fun little episode. I hope you had a great week, but if you didn't, you are in the place to be. Let's let's feel better about it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I, 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 me. I, me. You it's are, me. Y- to be fair, like, you are you. <laughs> I mean, welcome back. We're uh, virtual today, which sad. I'm back in the closet and on Pride Month, no less. I know. Really upsetting, honestly. But I um, unfortunately have to make a PowerPoint presentation. And yeah. I guess that's uh, that's how I'm going to be spending my Sunday. So. <laughs> I mean, I work every Sunday. Sundays are like Sunday and Mondays are the two days every week where I'm like locked in. Like you can't. Yeah, I can't do anything except for work. But I will say I cleaned my whole apartment, you know, for you. Oh. But I'm glad. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm genuinely glad because you being here every week or like every other week or so, it gives me the only excuse that I've ever needed to keep my apartment clean because oh my god other <laughs> I'm glad no truly otherwise it's like whatever it's just me I don't care yeah but yeah. I don't know well, why I mean it you kind of like create a nest I guess like when you're living alone <laughs> no it's true. Not like, a I nest when you're when you like live I can only imagine like living alone I've never lived alone but like yeah. in COVID when uh, my roommate was gone for like an extended period of time you just kind of get comfortable and like you know there's method to the madness. So like, you know, technically where everything is, even if it's like, quote unquote, messy. So it's like, if I know where everything is, and I can easily access it, then like, why should I worry about the like aesthetic look of it? Yeah, but then it does get overwhelming. And like, I want to live in a clean space. I enjoy living in a clean space. But like, for some reason, being clean for me is not enough. Like, it is just not enough of a motivator. Like, mm-hmm. I should want to do nice things for myself, right? Like, I should want to take yeah. care of myself in that way to have, like, a clean space. But the only thing that motivates me is, like, got to make sure my friends and loved ones do not know I live like this. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, literally the damn bitch you live like this meme. Like, that, oh. My apartment will get like that where it's like, ew, like, ew, what? Why? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I, I, first of all, it's a small space, but then also I like put stuff places and I'm like, this makes sense to me in the moment. And then I just never clean it up. Like I've got like hair care products on the kitchen counter with like my like, you know, self tanning <laughs> mitt and like then, but like a bag of rolled up chips, like, you know, like things like yeah. this where it's like, ew, like it just doesn't look nice. But I have a very distinct memory last summer <laughs> when it was like, you me I think Michaela was over like we were all in your apartment and you had left a pair of scissors like on your gas stove like on the actual grate (laughs) of the stove I was like yeah that makes sense to me I was like I don't I don't know if you should be left alone (laughs) because I don't know if I can leave you I use the stove top when I'm not using it just as kind of like a table if I'm being honest okay what I really need is one of those stovetop covers yeah yeah Um, i was like i feel like maybe don't get stuff close to a gas flame in any but like it's fine what would happen to the scissors nothing they would just get hot (laughs) Uh, i'm right you know what okay (laughs) yes but also uh they have plastic handles and those would melt and give off toxic fumes there's already toxic fumes in my apartment if we're just all being honest every time i use bleach cleaner in my apartment there's no ventilation like you're like i'm high i'm high i'm losing brain cells the first time i cleaned my apartment actually like when i first moved in i didn't know about the lack of ventilation in this apartment god yeah and i just went in like in with the bleach and i was Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna I'm going to die. I, I think I sent you a, a video of me yes. opening and closing the door to get like yeah. Aaron. Yeah. I was like, something is deeply wrong <laughs> in this space. Like you're hallucinating a roommate is there Aww, or something. That's why I talk to myself all day. So this weekend, kind of a weird weekend. Yeah. I'm being it, honest. Weird vibes. The vibes. Uh, I don't want to say rancid vibes, but something Damp. was damp I'll say damp and something was a little bit rotten in the state of Denmark like you could still eat mm-hmm. it but you shouldn't maybe you know yeah it's like when slightly you sniff, expired yeah you sniff the milk and you go I think I can still drink it but should I yeah. uh, I don't know I don't know like nothing nothing bad has happened if, if anything I'm like this has been 
honestly like a pretty good weekend. I'm just like, but the vibes. I feel this, you know. No, I do. I literally do know exactly. Very strange. And I I didn't go out last night because I just was kind of like, I've never had such a surefire feeling in my heart and my soul that it was not worth making plans or like getting ready. I really was just like, I'm gonna watch Stranger Things on the couch, and that's gonna be my day. And I made the right choice, I think. But Friday was really weird. Friday was really weird. Do I tell this story? I like can't decide. Yes. 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 Well, because I'm like, you, I don't even know. Like you literally have been like, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell you about this weird, odd, strange, traumatic night. And Actually, I'm like, tell me. Like traumatic, like very. OK, so I hope you guys will listen to this story in the empathetic, like kind manner with with, with which it's intended. Like I am not trying to be like a dick here. I went to uh, like Dixie D'Amelio's album launch party hosted by Puma. Okay. Why I was invited to this, the good Lord is the only one that knows. Like, I don't know that that's what I don't even know why I was invited to this, but I I invited to this event and I'm like, that's hilarious. I'm obviously going (laughs) right. Like, and I have nothing against, you know, the D'Amelio's or whatever. I actually like, I think I like them. Like they seem like sweet girls. You know what I mean? So I go, oh God, I go to this event. First of all, it is so awkward and I don't know why. Like I'm there and I'm like, this is, I feel secondhand embarrassment of like how few people are here. No, like you can make, oh God. Now I think it was, it was billed as like an intimate event. I think it was supposed to be small, but the space was really big. So Mm, it just made it feel really weird and just awkward. Like no one really knew what to do. Oh, nobody really knew what to do. No one really knew what was going on. She she comes out to like sing her first song. She's supposed to do like a little performance. She comes out. It's so awkward. Like everyone's there, there's like just the most anemic, sad, like, woohoo. Like nobody knows what to do for some reason. It's just the most uncomfortable. I could feel it in my heart and my soul. There were like children there, you know, because like a lot of her friends are like little kids. And then there were like adults yeah. there, like adult like us, like the influencery crowd. And I feel like all the adults were looking at each other and being like, We need to fucking cheer for this girl because oh my god, I want to die right now. This is so uncomfortable. The silence is deafening. It was deafening, and I didn't know why. So she's doing this song. She's like miserable up there, and I I didn't know why. Like I was like, she sounds really good. Like she's a good singer, but like this this is just very uncomfortable to watch. She does not seem like she's having a good time. She finishes her song, and then she she's like, "Thank you guys so much for coming to this. Uh, my friend passed away last night." Jesus Christ. And then she bursts into tears. Okay. I had no idea about this. Okay. Like, I I didn't know. I guess there was an influencer who passed away and people think it might have been an overdose or, you know, something like that. Really, really sad. Anytime a young person, you know, dies, like, it's so tragic. It's so, like... And and you have a friend die, especially it's just such like a a, a painful thing. And, And so I'm watching her and it becomes so clear that she... She has to do this event. You know, she, you know, it's, that's so fucked. They're, like, that's they're kind insanely of, yeah. Fucked. And she's clearly just so miserable. I mean, she, she does the second song. She's sobbing. It's dead silent. Nobody knows what oh to do. God. We're trying to be like, yay, Dixie. Like, yay. Like, support her. But like, you're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I'm like, actually, like, when I say tragic, like, this was the most tragic thing I've ever seen. My heart was like in my throat. Like I was like, this poor fucking girl, somebody get up there and hug her and then let her go home. Like, oh my God, this is insane. Why the fuck are they doing this? Like Like, this is supposed to be such like an exciting time for her. Like she just released an album. That's a huge accomplishment. And she's like going through this really hard thing. And it's so clear that she's just not able to enjoy this moment. And it was the it was so fucking tough to watch. Um, she sounded really good. She sounded really good, but yeah. like, oh my god, it was so depressing. And then she had to do like a meet and greet. No. Yes. Oh my god, this yes. is so like demented. Of like, I, it makes me angry at like all the like adults responsible of yes. like the parent. Like for me, I'm always just like in in cases like this. I'm like, what the fuck are the parents doing? Like. What I mean, to a certain extent, it's like they don't have a lot of control over a a thing like this. Like I know for myself, like I've had to do things when I was like, I I can't fucking do this. But you have obligations 
you know, for companies who like to do them. But oh my God, I was. It is so sickening to me that like no obligation should be like more important where, than this human. Yes, than to yeah. process like the fact that it was the night before, like oh. someone you know died. Like it, nothing is worth sort like rejecting that experience of like mourning like, from yourself like nothing is worth that and like it was truly just so fucking tragic and she was like crying and all these pictures and like uh, we like it's horrible to like to memorialize her. this exciting thing and you're and like that it's it's so tragic and we like we went up to her and we were just like you are doing a great job like you should be really proud of yourself uh this is really hard and yeah. you're doing a really great job because like I, as like a First of all, as somebody who's like lost a friend, but then secondly, like just as someone who's older than her and just I felt so like mama bear protective. I was like, if anyone says a goddamn bad word about this girl, I'll fight and kill each and every one of you because that was yeah so hard to watch. She was a trooper. Like, really, she was a trooper. The dissonance is hard. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, how the fuck do I react right now? No, nobody knew what to do. It was, oh, my God. At one point, they literally had to be like, cheer. Because we were like, didn't know. No, yes, because no. it felt like so wrong to be cheering while she's truly yes, sobbing, sobbing. Sobbing. on Like, poor girl. Anyways. So that was <sighs> super fucking weird. And then just the night was weird. And, like, we went out after and, like. <laughs> Everything was like off <laughs> like, from then. The like you have, I literally was like, I don't even know how to reset from that. Like, what do I do now? Like, what yeah. do I, sorry, it was just really weird, really weird. And then after that, I mean, I was out to like 2 a.m. trying to like process this. And then it was like kind of fun night, but also like a weird night. And <laughs> I just went home and was like, I'm not going to do anything on Saturday. Like, I'm good. I'm good yeah. for a while. My social battery mm. was so drained by the second hand, like, pain and like embarrassment and like awkward I was like I'm good I you know what the empathy meter has been filled and I'm good for a while <laughs> yeah yeah I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna process what I've just so witnessed. anyway stream a letter to me because I'm now Dixie D'Amelio's number one fan um okay okay actually the one song one of the songs she sang was like very was really good but she did say I'm 20 going on 21 and I was like I'm gonna kill myself um <laughs> 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 it just yeah. made me feel very elderly. Um, anyways, that was that. I'll give it a listen. I feel like... It's worth listening yeah. to. She's a good singer. Obviously, she was working with people who know how to make a good song, too. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's... I like all that it. stuff. Like, I like that like for her. Yeah. Anyways. Well, Change. we had very different weekends. Shifting gears <laughs> here. Well, I want to talk about... I want to talk about um, you meeting... Because you met Max's parents... Yes. Oh, my God. And I want to talk about that, but that's going to be our first segment. We're going to do a whole segment mm -hmm. about meeting the parents. Actually, let me just tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about meeting your partner's family. And then we got a DM about feeling intimidated by, quote unquote, cool girls. Uh, and that's going to be the episode. Exciting. There I'm is ready. one more thing I wanted to talk about, though, because I would like your input, your input, mm -hmm. but also your input. OK, mm -hmm. on whether or not I fucked this up so bad it cannot be salvaged let's hear it i don't know what to find i don't know what to look for can you give a clue you and your beat of guitar always seem to move me like a oh god so i went on a date uh, i don't know uh, if it was a date that's kind of the key of this whole thing i feel like usually when it's like I don't know if this was a date. It's like date with a lowercase d. There's date sure. with capital D and date with lowercase d. You went on a date with lowercase d. I certainly went on a date with lowercase d. In fact, the d was nowhere to be found. And <laughs> you went on an eight. I went on an eight. No, really, because we had brunch. Um, <laughs> so I met up with this guy who I've always kind of like had a little crush on, right? We mm -hmm. got brunch, though, which is the least sexy meal of the day. A, a brunch date. Yeah, nothing sexy about egg. No, it, and he got he got like green eggs too, like this like green eggs bowl thing okay, at Ruby. Dr. Seuss. I literally was fuck? like, okay, where's the ham? Like, go off. Um, uh, <laughs> so this whole time, I don't know if it's a date or not. There's certainly a vibe. There's yeah. a vibe for sure. And then he paid, but okay. I feel like my guy friends usually pay. Like there's just yeah, it's like pretty, it's chivalrous. Yeah, I there's think. like a male yeah. female dynamic where like men feel like they're supposed to pay. Yeah. 
So that's hard to tell. And also, like, it's not like we're going to kiss after this if it's a date because it's broad daylight. 1230 in the afternoon on a Wednesday on the street. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a lunatic. I didn't expect that, you know. Mm hmm. So I didn't yeah. know if it was a date or not. But so I'm walking. <laughs> he's like walking me to the train. Things are going, I feel, so well. I mean, the vibes are vibing. The flirt is flirting. I feel like we have a good rapport. We've created a little inside joke moment. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm crushing this. And then I was talking about how Olya tried to try new things all the time. I just tried sushi for the first time. Uh, he's like, oh, what'd you get? And I was like, oh, I, I don't really know. The guy ordered for me. And he said, Oh, was it a date? <laughs> For some fucking reason, I didn't want to tell him that it was a date. Like, I... For some reason, my brain was like, don't tell him. Don't tell him it was a date. So, but, lie. But lie. Right. But instead of just saying no, it's a friend of mine, I, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes it's really hard to tell if you're on a date or not. Why did I say that? And then I just... That's smart, actually. I feel like that's, that's smart to say. It's like... Oh, yeah. yeah. It, well, it would have been. And then I said, I feel like, you know, it's a date because there's a kiss at the end. The second the words left my mouth, it was like, <laughs> like because there's a kiss at I was, the end. I was like, no, why did I say that? I don't even believe that. I don't know where that came from. I think I'm like, well, who the fuck said who that? Because he goes, oh. Uh, really? <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe, like, I guess it depends on the situation. Yeah. Like, it's hard to tell. Like, like who's to say, really? I don't know. And then uh, we just immediately got to my train. And it was just like, oh, my God. Well, I feel like that answers your question, honestly. Like, I mean, him being like, uh, I don't know. Like, it, you went on a date. You went on a date, but. I ruined I think, it. I ruined no, no, it. No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. I think, like, I mean granted i would say like it would have been a good in for him to be like oh well in that case no i agree with you but it was also broad smoochie, daylight smoochie. yeah and you're like at a subway station i don't know like that on yeah, a I wednesday think... yeah on a... the the worst day to get a kiss it is because <laughs> then you're thinking about it for three more days until you can see the person again theoretically yeah but i feel like it definitely was a date like there's there's no doubt in my mind that you went really? on a date but i think like Yes, 100%. Like, I mean, if anything, you can think of it as like a pre-game to a proper date. Like, because have you hung out with this person before? Was no, this, your first this was time? the first time okay. we met. So I think like not that I, I, it could have been like a, a proper, proper date um, and the first time that you're meeting. But I, I could see how this is like you're kind of sussing each other out and just like seeing if there's like a physical attraction. And like, I mean, that is kind of like what every first date is. But yeah. because of like the circumstances of it's Wednesday. Wednesday is the noon of the week. It is. And it. it was literally noon on the noon, noon of the no. week. So you were having like the most noony type of date <laughs> that one could have. And I'm sure like, have you heard from him? No. Like, oh, wait, no. No, this is what I'm saying. OK, because in my head, I'm thinking, OK, when I said that he was either going either he thought that I was like friend zoning him like that. I was mm. like, this is not a date because we're not kissing mm, or something. Yeah. Or he thought that I thought it was a date, but he didn't think it was a date. And he thought, oh, she's being weird. Ugh, she like likes me or something, whatever. Or he thought this is a date. She thinks it's a date. We both think it's a date. But now there's pressure on me. I'm supposed to kiss her. And I don't want to do that because now there's like this weird pressure. And also it's broad fucking it's daylight noon. on a Wednesday and she's a lunatic. So I'm. I. I have a feeling it's like probably not the latter just because I don't have faith that like that many thoughts probably ran through his head. He was probably just like, son, pretty girl, want to kiss. Mm. Like, I, I, I appreciate you, you being positive, but I literally don't know. My therapist, well, I told my therapist about this and I was like, and he's mm -hmm. Jewish. And she was like, he's Jewish. OK, here's what we're going to do. Like, she was what? like. <laughs> My therapist is Jewish and I'm Jewish. So okay, she like, I was like, wait. She like roots for me to like be with a nice Jewish boy. Uh, Love. But she's like, just text him and be like, hey, it was really cool meeting you. Um, let me know when you're back in town. I think that's the perfect message. Yeah. But is it too late now? Like now it's been days. No, not. A, no, it's not too late. I mean, like it's it is literally never too late to send a text. My fucking roommate was seeing this guy and he didn't answer her for a <laughs> month. 
he didn't she texted him she texted him like um speaking of like something that they were doing and like or something that they had been previously talking about and like sent a picture that had to do with that he didn't answer for but a you understand i would leave and then was just like that. yeah no but like she answered him <laughs> you know like it's it's it, it's been what like yeah. it's been less than a week like you can totally text him i think that's so you th- you think this is fine and like what's the worst that can happen oh 100 i don't think you i don't think you did really anything that egregious like if you would have texted him like so no keys then that would have been like a problem if you were like so no, no head. head boom <laughs> fuck <Don't>, fuck <laughs> Then I would have been like, mm, maybe we let this one die. But I think it's totally fine. Like he's there's some distance. I think what's the worst that can happen? He's like, he doesn't answer you, which isn't going to be the case. But like, he'll just be like, yeah, I'll let you know when I'm back. OK, mm, cool. Like, yeah, because okay. my therapist was like, you should like let him know that you're interested in case he thinks you're not interested because of yeah. that weird fucking comment. Even my therapist said it was like a weird comment to make. Well, it is like a little confused because it, it does. I'm sure like with guys like i'm sure they're they're trying to suss out like do i make a move do i not make a move like if i don't make it now like is it going to send the wrong message and then to have a girl be like dates are when you kiss and then they're like mm, does it, oh, what i was actually so fucking mean? embarrassed i could not believe i said I think that i was like uh why i lied too don't worry at least you weren't like i think dates are when you fuck i actually genuinely think then that's would- more salvageable <laughs> like we weren't going to fuck on the street in broad daylight. He could have kissed me. Yeah, he could have kissed you. I mean, if anything, it's like, it's not embarrassing on anyone's end personally. Like, I think it's a very like, I, I, it's it's funny. It's like silly, but there's no like deep embarrassment okay. to be had. Like he, if anything, it's like kind of like, oh, that's embarrassing that he didn't, he didn't kiss you. Like, that's kind of like a. If, a fumbling on his end because like he could have kissed you i don't think it's like okay you think it was a date i think it was a date why are you as a single man going to brunch <laughs> with a single woman both of you are attractive why would you spend your time doing because that? i'm really nice and f- we could be friends bitch i'm gonna do you think like oh okay i guess this gets into like oh this is get this gets into a whole other topic so we can talk about this another time but if men and women yeah, could yeah, be like yeah. platonic friends like two single two single uh with the same like attractive. similar sensibilities similar ages similar mm-hmm. tax bracket mm-hmm. who are like uh, yes exactly literally and like if uh who are friends with like their desired sex uh like could they be I think we can revisit friends? this because I think I could talk about this for an hour oh same same I have I mean we can feelings we, so we can put a pin in that or we can do it topic. and just throw everything we were supposed to talk about out the window <laughs> no I'm too I crazy like, I have to do mm, what I wrote down or and also yeah. we've been recording for 25 minutes so we should probably get into the actual episode <laughs> what the fuck no what we're just so chatty girls be talking I'm... anyway i want to hear about you meeting your boyfriend's family so without further ado let's get into the rest of the episode there are some stories about my mom's life that i truly never get tired of hearing from hilarious to heartfelt tear jerking to plot twisting her retelling of events always brings me joy Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. 
Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do but I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy and that's why I love today's sponsor BetterHelp because uh, I mean there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance you know like it's really really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does and BetterHelp makes it super super easy if you're thinking of starting therapy give it a try it is entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so get it off your chest whatever it is with BetterHelp <laughs> visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LND. Can't you talk to me? It's what I want the most in my life. They say you're out of my league, but I don't give a damn. No. Okay, I really wanted to talk about this because, Miss Claudia, you met your boyfriend's parents this weekend. <laughs> And I think that's such a good topic because I think we all have a little bit of anxiety around that scenario for a good reason. So how did that Mm -hmm. go? How was it? Oh, my God. Well, I was so fucking anxious to meet this man's parents. Like, I... I think because, like, I felt like the stakes were higher in this relationship. Mm. Like, I've met people's parents before. Um, It's not necessarily, like, a new experience but each time I have I've I've been anxious um but this was like a heightened level of anxiety because I'm like I'm older I'm uh kind of in that age where relationships kind of start to get a little more serious they start to have a little more weight to them and I was like fuck is this my new like are these my parents they could be like I don't like uh, that's the, the thing that they could be is that is terrifying to me. So I was like, okay, I really want to like present myself well. And it was just anxiety inducing down to like figuring out like whether they knew what I uh, studied, which is like sexology. And I'm interested in sex therapy. So I was like, do they know about that? I have tattoos. I was like, do they know that I have tattoos? Like, are they going to think I'm some like fucking harlot? That's like <laughs> entrapped their a son. <laughs> wild woman of the streets. Yes. Like I, I it's a hard wild because woman like of the streets. No, truly. I, I I was like, I've dated people in the past who didn't disclose to their parents like what I studied or what I'm interested in. They would be like, oh, she's interested in like psychology because like their parents are a bit more conservative. And I, I totally get that. Like they didn't want to say like my girlfriend is into sex and like sex ed. Um, but it, it does make it difficult because you're like, OK, what version of myself do I need mm. to present to this person's parents? And I think to a certain degree, I obviously I'm like, you should be your 100% like authentic, true self, because ultimately, like, that's who you are with your partner. But I also fully understand, like, different familial dynamics are like, some can be quite difficult to navigate. Like, if a partner comes from like, a very conservative family, and like, you need to like, it's almost like, you're questioning whether you want to present like a sanitized version of yourself or if you want to present an mm-hmm. authentic version of yourself. Like there's a there's an element of risk, you know, and how yeah. much does their opinion 
you know, affect what he might think or, yeah. Yeah. Like how, where did they, where does your partner like hold the regard of their parents? Like, I think sometimes like you are dating someone and they're like, yeah, I really like do not uh, see eye to eye Mm -hmm. with my family. Um, And so like, if you meet them, you can kind of gauge like whether, like if you have like a riff with them, it's like, okay, well, like my partner has my back. My partner like understands Um, I think also there's like a level of like safety, especially if you're like maybe not in like a heterosexual Mm. relationship, like where you have to figure out like, okay, how much do I disclose or how much do I tell? Because like, I don't know where this family, like what would be considered like safe to tell them. And certainly those Um, are things you discuss with your partner before. mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like I I am very much lucky that like I don't have any of those uh, implications in my relationship because I'm uh, dating a straight (laughs) white man. Um, But I, I still was like, okay, what what do I like? Do I tell them? Like, do I wear something that covers mm. my tattoos? Like, do I tell them what? And he was like, just, just truly, like, just be yourself. Like, that is so like, endearing. He loves my his God. family. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? How do I be myself now? <laughs> wait, like, like, I don't who know am what I? that means. <laughs> no, literally, I was like, wait, I don't know anything about this, my sense of self. Um, <laughs> so it was that was a whole existential crisis, but it was, it was exciting. Like, I, then I got into the whole thing of like, what the fuck do I wear? Like I was sending him pictures oh, of yeah. like what I was wearing. I made a TikTok about this because I was like, I, in a, I was I was already like, what the fuck? Like, who am I? And then how do I physically present myself? So like I we were going to lunch. Um, we were meeting them at like 2 p.m. Mm. just at this like pretty casual place in Williamsburg. Mm. And I was like, OK, casual, but I want to look nice. Like I want to look like I put effort into this, but not too nice. So then I put on a dress. Right. But I was like, is this dress like whorish? <laughs> like, do I look like a whore? Because it was mm-hmm. like a black dress that's kind of like it, it hugs my body and my body is like a little not super curvy, but it has like a curve. Mm. And I was like, I don't know if this is appropriate. And then like. I tried on like five other outfits and I was like, well, this one, like you can kind of see like a lot of my legs. Like I was getting way too in my head. So no, I that just is settled the on, most like, normal thing in the entire world. What did you settle on? I what did I wear? Oh, my God. I don't even remember. <laughs> I like blacked out. Oh, my God. I literally can't remember. Hold on. Give me a second. That's OK. You know what? I feel like this is the most common question I get when it comes to this is like, what the fuck do you wear? Um, mm-hmm. And I. Uh, you don't there's a part of me that's like fuck it you don't want to like have to change yourself but at the same time it's like I feel would feel uncomfortable dressing certain types of ways in front of my parents so like I try to keep that in mind like what would I wear if I was just having dinner with my parents you know if I was just going out and having lunch with my mom what am I gonna wear I'm not gonna wear the same thing as if I'm like having like gals brunch I'm gonna wear like something that my mom is not gonna make a comment about (laughs) you know exactly like I I was very much like last night I went out and I was wearing a dress and I was like oh I'm getting in my head about like it's very kind of like clingy but I was like no one's going to be like analyzing my body as much as I am of course but that's in the context of like I am going out among like peers my age to a setting that's like a bar and it's just a, a much different context like I was kind of of the the mindset of anything that I put on before meeting his parents and I was like I don't think this is I don't feel comfortable presenting myself in this that was like okay no I'm not gonna wear this so like I comfort is like number one right you want to feel good yeah I want to feel like I don't I'm not thinking about what I'm wearing throughout the entire time that I'm meeting them so I settled on like literally like denim shorts and um this like random cream like short sleeve top that I have that's like not really clingy it's just like a kind of like a polo looking shirt and I was like this is like it's it's put together enough, but it's something that's just like literally shorts and a T-shirt, but like slightly elevated. I think about like, remember like when you would have like a I don't know how to explain this, but like remember in like high school, there would be like one day at the end, there would be like a spring thing and everyone would like wear like a cute outfit to the spring. Yeah, it's kind of like that's what I would wear, like something that is still school yeah. appropriate. I'm not going to get yelled at by my teachers, but I look nice and I feel good in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, as much as I, no, I it, don't want to be like, OK, no cleavage, no this, no that. It's like wear what you feel comfortable in. But think about like <laughs> your grandmother. Yes, or what would you yes. wear to like, like church or synagogue or something or, you know, like like understanding that 
it's it does suck that you have to be like okay i should probably like not put my body on display because unfortunately like we have to we have to admit the reality that we live in and it's like yes an older generation like has a certain uh set of more like traditional values that um and i think that goes for like every older generation like i'm sure when i'm like 55 if i would have like a bit more of i don't know like you get a little more conservative as you grow older like that's just a, a, a fact I was also thinking, like, it's so difficult for women who are meeting parents of, like, a man because we Mm -hmm. were kind of talking about this last time, but men are so, like, babied by their parents Mm -hmm. that sometimes there is, like, this... um, you don't want to come off as like a Jezebel who's like seduced their son, right? Like yeah. you almost don't want to be sexualized at all because you don't want them to look at you and be like, oh, you're he's only interested. You're having in- sex with my son. Exactly. Even though it's yeah. like, obviously, I'm having sex with your son. We're in a relationship. But it's like you almost like want them to not think about that at all because parents are crazy. And especially when it comes to parents. Moms of, of sons. Moms of sons can be really are fucking crazy. Can be your worst fucking enemy. So like you just as much as it sucks i feel like minimizing that damage by wearing a fucking cardigan is is Mm -hmm. gonna be your best bet yeah it was like a a, the outfit that i ended up wearing i was like okay i'm comfortable physically like i can sit in this i'm comfortable mentally like i feel like all my bits and pieces are covered and i'm i'm wouldn't feel like i wouldn't feel weird like walking into okay this is like gonna okay no no no, i'm this is gonna sound weird it, it wouldn't be weird to like step onto like a children's playground yeah. wearing my outfit. <laughs> and I realize that sounds really fucking no, weird. No, I, but it's like, I get that. It is just like an appropriate outfit. It is an outfit that like is cute, but like a little, you know, like kindergarten teacher vibe yes. for sure. Like, it's ch- it's child and old person friendly. Yes. <laughs> Wear that fit. You know, I have a meet the parents dress. It's that um, yes, the pink yes. polka dot one. With the mm-hmm. little fluffy sleeves and like... That's perfect. It's just very like harmless looking. I can wear it with a white cardigan if it's chilly, you know. And I look like a kindergarten yeah. teacher in it. And that's... It's Miss Honey vibes. You want to be giving yes. Miss Honey. You want to be like, she is just a sweet little... Sweet tea. Sweet little dollop on the cream of my, my son. son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like yes. that we use cream, dollop, and son in the same sentence. But like yeah, I'm loving sorry, it. sorry, I don't... Um, Thank you. What's a, the, a big a big tip you can give to someone meeting parents? I think complimenting their child, mm-hmm, being very mm-hmm. like clearly like you you did a great job raising mm-hmm. him. He's such a gentleman. He's so kind to me. Yeah, it treats me right. Treats me really well. Yeah. But I will say the the reverse of that oh, is if yeah. they riff on their son, riff, riff on back. their son. Yes, yes. Yes. You're like, yeah, he is annoying about like picking up his socks, right? Like, oh, oh my, my God, God. <laughs> I'm his mommy too. I'm his mommy. <laughs> Not mommy. No, but it's true. Like, it is true. When, when they're like, oh, Max, like you're always, we were talking like um, at lunch, we were talking about like, um, eating like paces and his dad was like oh my god I always like literally scarf down my meal like I eat so fast and his mom was like oh my god yes like he'll eat his food so fast and then like his fork then I see his fork coming over to my plate and I'm like oh oh, slow down and I was like oh my god like Max does the exact same thing like I feel like he's always eating so fast and then it's like oh like round like meal two is on my plate and he and the dad was like cracking up and he was like I know where he got that from and the mom and I were like oh these right. men because they're so silly at the end of the day the thing that parents love to talk about more than anything on the goddamn planet is their child it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you're talking about they want to know that you know their child you care about their child you understand their child you're invested you're, in their child you under yeah you they want to know that like you are with them for more reasons than just like it's just like I find your kid hot. Yeah, like it's like yeah, I know about his habits. I know about his dreams. I mm-hmm. make fun of him for this, the fact that he doesn't know how to pronounce supposedly, and he always says supposedly. Like, you know, yeah, like you you see you their see child them. in like a deeper way. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, always good to say like yeah, like he's a good guy. You did a good job. Parents yeah. like to hear like, that. Oh, I see where he yeah. got that from. Oh, he looks like mm-hmm. you or oh, my God, like you guys have the same laugh or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like pointing out that the like kind of deeper observations that you're like acutely aware of. I think 
I think that's like probably I always think like that's that's kind of the the best thing to like feed off of their energy mm-hmm. of like if they're kind of being like joking with their kid like being like yeah he he this guy like I know him as well and like I I also think it's good to just like ask the parents questions. Yeah. Like, oh, what was he like as a toddler? You know. Yeah. Or even about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I was meeting Max's parents, they were the they were telling me a lot about like their families and their upbringing, Ooh. and I was like, oh, like, yeah, like where, uh, when did you come to the the U.S.? Like, how was that experience? Like, I think it's one thing to focus a lot on like the child and like being like, okay, like I want to know about the child but ultimately like you're you're getting to the point where you're meeting the parents because you know about the child like you do you know to a certain degree and I think it's good to ask those questions of like yeah like what was he like when he was younger what was this what was that but I think those are more questions that like sometimes it's even better to do those like if you're having a one-on-one like walk with the the mom or like when after the lunch like you're walking and like you pair off like the son's walking with the dad you're walking with the mom then you can ask those questions but when it's the four of you sitting down like I I think it shows that you're Invested in the Actively, family like, as a whole. Yeah. So what are your hobbies? What do you, you do? do? Like, when did you meet? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, what is your story? Because ultimately, like, the way that your partner is shaped is Aww. strongly correlated to, like, their upbringing. They yeah. were. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough. though. I mean, I think anything with family can be so hard. Like, the, the mm-hmm. you can we can talk about like the easy stuff when we kind of have, but it's like some, you have to also accept that there is a certain amount of things you can't control when it comes to meeting the family, because it could just be that their family dynamic is difficult. You know, yeah, it could yeah. be that they're, they don't want to like you or, you know, that there's something, yes. there's some reason, but as long as you are your normal, charming, kind, sweet, funny self that I know that you are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you just do your best. You're going to be fine. And it'll yeah. Be and just communicate with your partner beforehand to know, like, if it's something that you are kind of thinking it might be a bit difficult, depending on like the family dynamics, like maybe make a plan Aww. afterwards of just you and your partner to like get coffee after or like decompress, go do it. something together. Yeah, because I it's hard to give like any overarching advice because it truly is like a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. But I think like setting up that time to have like aftercare with your partner in a way I think Mm -hmm. is probably going to be best you want to get the compliment right (laughs) yeah and I want to like I want to dish I want to be like oh my god that was so fun like I want to talk about this that we talked about and that your mom is so cool like yeah like uh, your parents are so funny and I want to hear I want to hear him say Mm -hmm. oh my god they loved you like exactly yeah (laughs) have that affirmation but if it is like something that you walk away from it and it's like it was a bit difficult or you feel like oh fuck they didn't like me or they were judging me or they they had this like preconceived notion of me your partner it's it's kind of on them honestly to like provide that comfort and support and like they should provide that and as you get older it's actually quite telling because when you're like 19 and you're in a relationship like you are probably not going to marry that person you might but like Mm -hmm. probably aren't um and as you get older and you're in these situations it's actually very important to see how your partner reacts to like maybe difficult moments with their family because that family becomes your family and like you are going to be dealing with that. And like, that's, it can be really difficult, especially if you don't feel like you have your partner's support when things are Mm -hmm. difficult. So that's just, I mean, that's an overarching warning that's way far in the future, but that is something to just think about Um, Mm -hmm. because it can, it can be difficult. My mom always says that like, yeah, you're marrying your partner, but you are also marrying their family. Whatever the circus is, you're marrying their family too. Yeah, Um, it's true. Yeah. So I think about that a lot. And also remember, everybody's family is fucking crazy. Oh my God. Everyone's family. Like I, (laughs) his parents were so funny. Like they were dishing all this family tea and Max kept being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like our family's insane. And I was like, no, you have no idea. Like, (laughs) You have no this idea. This is exact. I was like, literally, every single family like is fucking insane. It's crazy. Um, and it's it feels like a lot of pressure, but it it'll be gorgeous. It'll be great if you're in that situation. I believe in you. You got this. Mm-hmm. And if it if it doesn't go well, that's also that is also okay. Whatever that it happens. is, it is totally fine and really These normal. Are, yeah, because ultimately, like, if you have a a loving and, and good partner, like you will survive it. Aww. <laughs> that just made me sad. Um, 
I want to be in love. I love, you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> I love you, baby. Baby. Oh my god. Okay, not to really quickly. There's a there's a building like a block away from me that is like a Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons like club. Like not like a <sighs> nightclub, but like a like an old Italian men's like <gasps> community club. I'm obsessed with that. If we went in, I, would we get thrown out? Like, or could we? Yes, one hundred percent. I'm pretty sure. Damn. I think. Yeah, I know. I walk by it all the time, and I'm like, I want to go in you. I, you know, I used to uh, live <laughs> in a mob uh, neighborhood, and yeah, yeah. there was a restaurant. <laughs> there was a restaurant on the corner across from my like building that always had like an old man sitting on a folding chair outside, like a bigger kind of man. Classic. And old groups of like Italian seeming men, Italian coded men in like big suits, <laughs> big plaid suits would always like be walking in in groups. And I never saw anybody else go in there. You couldn't like order pick mm-hmm. up or anything. Like I never went in. The curtains were always drawn. And I've always wanted to know what the fuck goes on. What goes on? What goes on in there? Are you whacking people? No, I bet they're just kind of like... Are you holding hands and... And kissing. Are you all kissing, you in, kissing there? in there? When I was in Italy, when I was 16, we were in this like little town called Luca. And... <gasps> like the like movie. Like the movie. But no, it wasn't that town. It wasn't on the sea. It was by the, mm. the pizza tower. The leaning tower of pizza. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. And, ugh, I hated that. And um, on my end, yours was good. <laughs> and and um, so we're in Pisa and uh, or no, we're in Luca and we walked and we were trying to find a little restaurant. We were free for lunch. They they let us go free because it was a school trip. And we mm-hmm. found this restaurant that was like in the corner, like sh- like secret. It looked like a secret restaurant. We walk in. There's just men sitting at the counter. They turned around and like looked at us. We immediately got the vibe of like we should leave. But we sat and yeah. ate there anyway in complete silence. It was... I feel like I'm very mob connected, honestly. I know. I was going to say you're very like mob adjacent. Yeah, I could be a mob wife. You should be. You think so? Yeah. Thank you. Maybe um, next time you tell a guy like a date has to be because. Wait, what was I saying? Never mind. You know what? <laughs> oh, a date. Ow, I just hit my tooth oh my God. on the mic. I think I know where you were going though. Like a date is when. Like, you're in the mob. Like. Oh, Wait, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know. I don't care Help if there's me. a kiss at the end, but you have to be in the mob. As long as you're in the mob. And I don't care. Okay. That's, thank you for getting me there. No, I always okay. get you. Our one brain cell is just bouncing today. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. Anyways, let's get into <laughs> let's get into our next segment. I wanna get to your clothes. Gotta get it right now. I want to push all the limits with you right now. So watch your feelings. The city's screaming when I'm coming home tonight. We're living quick in the world. Gotta get it right now. Okay. So we are going to do this DM. I want to say this really quickly. Next week, I'm doing an all voicemail episode because I, bu- I got a lot of really good voicemails this week. Um, but I feel like I want to like dedicate a full episode to them. So I'm going to do that next week. Uh, but this week, we're just going to do- we're going to do this DM. And that is what we're going to chat about. So are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. It says, Ellie, hi. I need help with being intimidated by quote unquote cool girls. I was born in 1999, but I just feel like every girl born in 2000 or later is just so much cooler. I'm living with some girls a year younger than me, and it makes me insecure how cool their outfits slash Instagrams are. They also have family money, so nice things. I've never felt this way and don't want to succumb to the insecurity, but it's hard not to feel less than. The fact that she was like, born in 1999 and everyone's 2000 and i was like what what (laughs) people were born after 2000 i can't believe anyone my little cousin who i guess is not little anymore because she's 22 um but like my little cousin was born in 2000 and i'm always like jealous of her because she Mm. always knows how old she is i was about to say damn that's (laughs) congrats on not having no math literally you're just like i'm 22 that's how old i am don't have to count Uh, people ask me sometimes how old are you i'm like i don't know how old am i it it's hard i keep saying the wrong age yeah me too but whatever but i thought i i I relate to this think like what what is cool and what is you know trendy or looks good or makes you feel insecure um that is (laughs) 
Like, what's the, like, what is the idea of, like, a cool girl? Because I feel like throughout my life, I have always felt intimidated by, like, I've always been able to point to a a type of girl or um, a group of women or something and just feel insecure because I feel like they know something I don't know or they always Mm -hmm. look good and I always feel like I'm struggling to catch up or I missed the memo on this is the kind of shoe we all wear or I missed the memo on this is how we act or what we say. This is the cool um, slang. These are the cool gadgets and cool purses and cool whatever. Like I always feel like I never really knew what that was. Um, And I wonder how much of that is like nobody really knows. Like, yeah, like is (laughs) we're all just kind of guessing. We're all like trying to figure it out. And I also think like at the age you are right now, it makes sense to feel insecure about because you don't really have an identity of your own yet. And I don't mean Mm -hmm. that in the sense of like, you are not a person until you are however old. I just mean that like Mm -hmm. your whole life, you have been probably going through academia or like, you know, you've been in these very like um, clearly dictated, like you were saying, insular environments where you haven't really had a chance to explore what cool means to you and what self is Mm -hmm. and like what you think looks good and what trendy is to you. Like you're it's easier because it's terrifying to like go out on your own in that way. It's a lot Mm -hmm. easier to be like, here what the trends are and I'm just going to follow them. And so it's easy to feel like everyone except for you has this solidly developed sense of cool and you just like don't, but no one does. They're all following somebody else too. They're all like looking for what they think other people think is cool too, you know? Yes. It's all, it's like a a loop of validation at that point. And like, yes, it's all dependent on where you're seeking that validation from. Like the concept of like being cool, I think has constantly changed like what that mm-hmm. looks like. Like and it will there's a period of time. Change, by the way. Yes. And you can't keep up with it. Like <laughs> there's there was a period of time where it was like really cool to be like really kind of preppy. And then there was a period of time now it's like the whole weird girl aesthetic where it's like we're shifting from like looking really like polished and like that girl to now like the weird girl like and and social media does not help at all these trends are constantly changing and they're constantly evolving and unless you have you said this this these group of girls have money unless you have a outpouring of income like you can't keep up like you have to continue wearing the things that you own you can't constantly be like flipping out your entire wardrobe and and changing everything uh to keep up with the trends and that feels shitty it really does i remember in college like not having money to buy like the 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 cool the bodysuits with like the ties that everyone had and oh my god you know all the chokers my friends had or whatever the fuck people were wearing i just had to wear what I had happened to get that year, you know, like what my parents Mm -hmm. bought me at Christmas or something, you know, like, and that always felt kind of bad. Like, I always felt like I can't be cool because I don't have what they have. The resources. Yeah. But to like achieve that concept of, of what they, of what is fully arbitrary, but Mm -hmm understandably still like seen as something that is 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 real of this idea of cool yes like what the fuck does that mean so i think being intimidated by that is really normal yeah 100 percent. and you just have to remember that everyone's insecure yes every every single person those the girls that you are like oh my god they wear the coolest outfits they uh have all this money i i guarantee you that those girls are probably very insecure too. Like they probably feel like, okay, I have to like upkeep this, this look because this is seen as cool. And like, I have to maintain this image. It's almost a losing game. Like when you're really trying to keep up with trends and what's cool, uh, like quote unquote, like in the culture, like uh, you're the snake eating its own tail because it's always Mm -hmm. everything eventually falls out of style. Everything eventually falls out of what is cool. And you just have to keep going and going and going. And that's really intimidating as opposed to like developing your own sense of self and knowing that that's good enough, you know, but yeah, it takes people that. Yeah, it's understandable to feel like, especially did did she say that she was living with these girls? Yeah. If you're living with these girls, like there's no way to kind of like get a larger scope of understanding of like what other people are doing. Like you can't peek into like, well, the 
I kind of disagree. I mean, I think that's what's cool about social media, actually. Like, as much as there's shit things about social media that make us feel like we have to keep up with these arbitrary things, I also think it's really easy to find people who are doing other shit and, like, wearing what they think is cool and, like, just enjoying themselves in that way. Like, Yeah, I I think, like, there's definitely, like, a wider range that you can find on social media. I think, like, my, like, the only hesitation I have is that, like, that kind of, it's all, like, Mm a presentation or like a performance you're seeking out like what is cool from like external sources Mm. yeah so I think there's also like a mindset shift here something I try to remember um when I'm feeling insecure is that like nobody has to know I'm feeling that way (laughs) like Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm feeling that way, I feel like everyone can read it on my face. And I like seem like this like jealous, bitter, insecure person, like not confident yeah. and not good enough in some way because of that insecurity. But I forget that like those are just thoughts that are existing in my head and I'm not actually doing anything to act on them. I'm still being like a normal, nice, cool person. And like those thoughts don't actually have to mean anything like they just they're just thoughts. They just exist in my yeah. head. If I'm feeling a little weird or I'm feeling a little insecure, that's normal and fine and not inherently a bad thing. It just it, like it's just a feeling and I'm not going to go and use that feeling and like go and like tear those girls down. Like I'm not going to go yeah. and like try to make myself feel better by being like, actually, what you're wearing is fucking ugly. Like I'm I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to like have those feelings and understand that those feelings are normal and then go. I'm going to find confidence in myself and what I have, even when it's hard, even though it's hard, it would be so great if I had, you know, family money and I could just buy all this stuff and maybe I wouldn't feel like me, but I would have the things and then I would have external confidence and I wouldn't have to find it within myself. But mm-hmm. like, that's not, uh, it's not sustainable. It's so empty. It is empty. It's so empty. There's that's, that's material, like it's all material like it's external it's like not finding it's not finding like within yourself um that confidence but and i it's easier said than done what you said about um like not tearing other people down i think like really try to meditate on that idea that like what is the scariest thing that could happen about like you trying to figure out like what's cool to you? Like if you're scared about people, um, having like a negative response to it, like you kind of understand that mindset of like being insecure. A lot of times when people lash out at others, it's from insecurity, especially women, women to other women, like it's insecurity, it's jealousy. It's like seeing someone who's like, you think is cool or like you see someone and you're like, Oh, you're, you're so like, um, sure of yourself. And like, I I'm not, so I need to like disrupt your sense of self in order to make me feel good. So like kind of keep that in mind when you are trying to figure out like what is cool and like what feels good to you, because like at the end of the day, people who like try to tear you down, like it's coming from the same place that maybe you're feeling right now. And you're just not acting upon it because you have the wherewithal to not do not do that and I also think that again like we're all insecure I'm sure those girls that you live with are also insecure you know I'm sure that they that's probably why they have to keep up with the trends trends. yeah I yeah listen like nobody also like just to touch on sort of what you said about them being younger than me it's like in the in the grand scheme of things they are not like that much younger they're than kind you. of your same, like age. Your same age I was gonna, yeah. no one is inherently cool because of when they were born because guess what no. in 10 years you know how lame you're all gonna be because i'm already mm-hmm. starting to feel it as like a gen z cusp millennial where i'm like oh my god oh my god i'm not cool anymore <laughs> it's coming it's mother, coming. Time. mother time comes for all of us <laughs> mm-hmm. and also like you see people that are older and you're like the I've seen people that are older that I'm like you're so fucking cool because so you don't care cool. mm. like you are just you like I want to be you That's when I'm the older goal, right it's like to be somebody who like knows who you are so much that like anything you wear you look effortless anything you do you mm. seem like confident and chilled out and cool like that's the dream but like Mm. it takes time to find that and if you're having trouble finding that if you're in a time right now where you feel insecure you feel not very confident it's fucking normal man like it's fucking so normal like and you will get there part of it is just kind of having that mindset shift of like as miss taylor swift said dr taylor swift said 
we all wear crowns, you know? Nobody's inherently better than me or cooler than me. I bring stuff to the table. They bring stuff to the table. You know, we're all mm-hmm. cool in our own ways, and we will eventually find that. Mm-hmm. You just got to be patient and, and fake kind it, to yourself. And kind to yourself and fake it till you make it. Again, it's, yeah, it's about like, that, like, not acting on that insecurity and really trying yeah. to talk to that voice in your head that says you're not good enough, you're not cool enough, you're not doing enough, you don't have money, so you're not good enough, whatever. Like, that voice it's is... like by whose standards and why are you being by a whose... dick <laughs> yeah by whose standards and like why did why is their opinion like have more weight than yours? and own, think about it too know? like would any of those girls you live with i'm i'm thinking you're probably friends if you live with them would any of those girls yeah. say to you mm, you're actually not cool at all because you don't own what we own and actually you're like not cool and if they do, like that is, which they they again, wouldn't like, I'm because sure they, they wouldn't. would be insane for that. But like if they like, did, that is then fuck that. Person. A telltale sign of someone who's insecure. Yes. It all goes back to like insecure people are the ones that lash out and like try to make you feel isolated because they don't have a sense of like what makes them feel whole. So like that and, like, voice in your head is being an asshole, and you're you're fine. Yeah, you're gonna you are, be fine. You're, you're gonna find it. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. Like I promise. And. Just know that we're all on that fucking struggle bus we're together. We're all on that journey. Oh, my God. And I've totally been jealous of of girls, like even girls that I'm friends with, like even girls I love so much Same. that I'm like, she's so beautiful. She's so effortless. Like everyone wants to talk to her. She's like so charismatic. Like why am I not like as good as her? And it's like, it's not that I don't have these things. It's that I just am feeling a little insecure, you know? And that's yeah. that's normal. It doesn't mean I don't have everything that I'm bringing to the table. It just means that like I'm comparing myself directly to somebody who's different than I am, and that that's mm-hmm. hard. You can't. It's um. It's not even apples and oranges. It's like apples and chocolate cake. Both delicious yeah, like- things, just very different. Sometimes I'm jealous of Claudia. Sometimes I'm like, she's so cool and effortless. She knows her oh, sense of style. Like, stop. Uh. You're so easy to talk to. Like, all these things where I'm like, God damn, like, I wish I had some of those attributes. But like, no, I mean, I, it's true. Like, I, I've sometimes I'm jealous of you. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just kicked over my. <laughs> it's like, we're all jealous. Like, I'm sometimes I'm jealous of you. Sometimes I'm jealous of like my sister, my closest mm-hmm. friends from high school who like, people that I'm like, I wish I could do more things in my community. I wish I could engage with people more. I wish I could uh, dress a certain way. And it's like, yeah, I wish I was more outgoing. I wish I was less shy. Sometimes I wish I had this innate sense of whatever, you know, and I, it's hard. We all feel like we're lacking in some ways and we're going to look at people and you can put that insecurity on them and say, well, I'm not good enough because somebody else has something I don't. Or you can look mm-hmm. inwards and say, but, but I have all these great things and I'm good enough as I am. And if somebody else has an attribute that I'm jealous of and I find myself constantly jealous of, maybe that's something I want to work on for myself. I want to work yeah. on, you know, being more, you know, charismatic or like work on being more outgoing. I mean, the, yeah. yeah. If it's like something that's, I think it's again g- coming back to like the material versus like the internal. If it's like a character trait where you're like, damn, this person is like really um, confident in like uh, their ability to like do something. Like uh, maybe I need to work on like my confidence of the things that I think like I'm good at, yeah. or like this person is really engaged with like their community. Yes. Maybe, uh, and that's something that I this want to start so to do. Like conscientious and always, I feel like mm-hmm. knows the right thing to say in in certain. Yeah. Times. Okay. Well, I can learn that too. It's, yeah, I can a- listen actively. Like, I feel like anytime you have a negative emotion, like a quote unquote negative emotion, and we've talked about it with jealousy before. Jealousy is a truffle pig. Mm-hmm. Jealousy will tell you if there's something that like you really want to work on for yourself or like you want to figure out mm-hmm. for yourself. Jealousy is not a bad thing. It just it's not evil. It just exists to tell you something. Mm-hmm. It's like signaling to you like and the only way to really get to the root of it is to like not lash out but instead like do like a little bit of an internal investigation of like okay with these girls that you live with are you are you feeling jealous of them are you feeling jealous like oh that they have all these nice things or maybe you're feeling jealous like okay they seem like they're really confident in like what they are wearing or what they're doing is it is it a root of confidence Mm-hmm. And it yeah. comes down getting to, to that root. So, yeah, but I wouldn't worry too much. Eventually, everybody okay. finds their way. We all have gone through this. We've all felt like this. 
100 percent. i'm still i'm still moving through it Christ, like so it's, am I. <laughs> it's a process still sometimes yeah, it's I, a process. I, I like i mean i'm having one of those weeks right now where i'm like i hate everything about myself <laughs> like it's no, no, normal yeah, it, it, it's so normal i wish it wasn't but <laughs> wish it i know i was like <laughs> yeah unfortunately it's just part of being human and you know what kids i think that's our episode for the week all right what's our song we've been going at it i know i know um, let's just do Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush because I've been watching Stranger Things and it's all that's been in my head because of that. I'm like, you know what? I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a deal with God. actually, this season was like very scary. I don't really like a jump scare and I'm like, God damn it. Ah! <laughs> with Kate Bush just like blasting in the There's background. There's so much like, squelching. Okay. Um, and I just Ew. don't really like that. So, but it's good. You should watch it. So yeah, let's make that kind of our, our song. I think it matches kind of with the vibes of the songs last week and mm-hmm. yeah. Running up that hill. I'm going to add it to the playlist. I fucking promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, we're going to, we're going to put out a list of all the volleyball girl summer products. Yes. I just forgot to do that. That's on me besties. Listen. Listen. It'll get done. It gets done. Um, all right. And yeah, uh, let me think. If you like this show, go ahead and subscribe. If you like me, you can follow me on social media at holy underscore schnitt on Twitter, Ellie underscore schnitt on Instagram, and Ellie Schnitt on TikTok. If you like Taylor Swift, you can listen to my Taylor Swift podcast. It is called Taylor Talk, and it's every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then repurposes a podcast on Spotify, and you just look up Taylor Talk and you will find it. Claudia, where can they find you? Oh boy. Well, you can find me on Twitter and TikTok at IDK Cloudy. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at reverse cowgirl, reverse C O W G R R R L. That's triple R's. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube. Um, I have a YouTube channel called Pillow Talk. Uh, you can either search Pillow Talk and try and find me on YouTube, or you can just go to my link in bio um, on Instagram, and it will take you right there. If you want to leave a voicemail, especially because next week is going to be an all voicemail episode, you can call 847-282-0462. Again, that's 847-282-0462. 0462. That will always be in the bio of the show um, and also linked on my Instagram profile if you ever want to find that. And yeah, besties, I love you guys so, so, so much. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope it's the best week you've ever had in your whole entire life. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I love you. I love you so, so, so much. I appreciate your support more than you even know. And as always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a good one. And uh, I will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.